Hello everybody, my name is Eric. My name is Nick. Today we're going to be talking about last week's uh, Bengals game versus the Cleveland Browns. Nick, what is your knee-jerk reaction to last week's game? Uh, it was a horrible game. Yeah? You think so? Yeah, I think pretty much in all aspects of it we we got beat. Um, besides maybe maybe special teams we did well. Special teams usually does well. They, they uh, Historically they have done very well in special teams. I know they had the missed field goal last week, but yeah, special teams have been very well for the this team for a long time. Um, I have a counterpoint uh, to your emphasis on not very well. I thought they played okay. And I say okay because they put up 30 points um, on on the road. That score was inflated in my opinion. I mean, one of those touchdowns was in garbage time, right? Uh, with 48 seconds left in the game, yeah. Sure, yeah. but I mean, it's better than the 13 than last week. I, I say okay because if you were to – uh, look at Joe Burrow, and you were—if you just told me, you know, Joe Burrow threw for 316 yards, three touchdowns, no picks—I'd be like, damn, he had a pretty good game. Um, well, not when you look at the attempts. I, yeah, well, there's a lot more to get into other than that. I guess we can just start with the offense. Uh, he dropped back 61 times. That is way too many. Yeah, that's going to be a problem for a rookie quarterback. I mean, he should not be—he should not be passing that much. No, he shouldn't. And that that was my initial take. And we talked about this during the game is is that they shouldn't be throwing as much and that they kind of just gave up on the run completely. Which Zach Taylor has done time and time again whenever it doesn't – he just doesn't know how to develop a, a run game, play, game plan, I think. I, I agree completely. I thought that uh, – I mean, last week we talked about Joan Mixon needing more touches. And I think he had this – if you include his uh, – a number of attempts and receiving it's about 20 which is i think it was last week so he's getting the same round touches but he did catch more balls this week so i'm i'm happy about that aspect uh but yeah just on a joe burrow standpoint i thought i mean i thought he played well i thought he i think he's like the only optimistic bright spot which is i think a good thing to have yeah i think i think he played a little better but he's still having problems throwing the ball away there's some play design issues he's holding on to the ball too long uh, for the quality of offensive line that we have, that you know, we're co- he's constantly getting the pocket collapsed, so he's doesn't have enough time to throw uh, the deeper routes that they have. Um, some other positives, I guess. Uh, got to see more of the uh, Drew sample. Yeah, he got seven receptions. He had that one hand catch. It's pretty nice. It's good to see he's not just a blocking tight end. Yeah, it's good to see him using the pass game, especially with injury to Uzama, which that blows. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. He had a good game too. He was having a good game, yeah, and then yeah, hurt. Which we I mean, we talked about him being very underrated, and so it sucks to see him go down with an injury, especially an Achilles injury. Yeah, I think our receivers played really well. Um, yeah, we got to see a little bit of T. Higgins, Mike Thomas is yeah uh, got a touchdown. Tyler yeah. Boyd got a touchdown too. I thought I thought Tyler Boyd played extremely well. Uh, I thought I liked the routes that they gave him to run. Uh, conversely, I don't want to get to the negatives too early, but I thought the routes that they were giving the AJ Green were the best routes, especially with he, them the whole receiving court having trouble with separation. Yeah, I was uh, I was on the the game thread like usual um, on Reddit, and a lot of people were just hammering on AJ for um, saying he looked slow. He missed that um, back shoulder catch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that a lot of those catches that he missed were tough catches. Oh um, yeah, especially the back shoulder catch. It was, the coverage was right on him. It was yeah. behind him, and he was getting hit right in front of him. Like it's not 
That's, that's a tough catch. Yeah, they also put, I think, Denzel Ward covering him for most of the game, which I think is their top corner. You know, it's always tough. Yeah, I'm not – from what I've seen from Green so far, I've liked his play. Um, I don't think he's been that slow. I don't think he's regressed the whole lot. He never was that fast to begin with. Yeah, so I guess guess we'll see how he progresses throughout the season, but I just know a lot of people were getting down on him. Mm-hmm. And if I think maybe if we had more – he threw you mean 300 yards it's got to go somewhere he threw the ball to eight receivers that caught a pass in the last game john ross was also targeted twice and didn't get a catch so they're just they're distributing the ball a little bit more their offense might benefit a little bit if they could find a solid one player to go after and then they could defenses could kind of gear towards defending that that way that would open up the playbook for green and some of the other players but well i think green is still that guy he was covered he was double covered a few times yeah but i think we're doing a better job spreading it out and our other receivers are getting more open um it's it's still still that offensive line that's that's a big problem um i think that's that's most of mixon's trouble is is the offensive line and we're even in more trouble now um that that right side of the line played pretty bad I don't yeah. think there were many upsides. I don't want to harp on the offensive line and what we talked about last week, but I think that's going to be a constant thing we talk about every single week. I mean, you show me that footage of, was it Bobby Hart? They they do that rollout play, and he blocks the one guy and then just stops and stands there. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, the play's not over. Yep, and Fred Johnson did not do very well. Yeah, he got beat at uh, Right times, guard. So. Um, it would be nice if they moved him out to tackle, I yeah. think, and – Move Bobby Hart on the bench and put Billy Price back in on guard. I mean, Zach Taylor said that they were going to look into uh, switching around uh, the offensive line this week, which is kind of another one of my gripes about Zach Taylor's coaching style is that it takes him a while to recognize when changes need to happen. Uh, uh, it's been better than Marvin. I, I think that Marvin was really game. slow. Yeah, but uh, Marvin Lewis didn't take eight games to realize I should start running the ball. Um, we also we also brought back that lineman uh, that I hate. Oh, Redman. Yep. <laughs> so I'm sure you're happy to see him. I hope he doesn't play. <laughs> I hope he doesn't either. Uh, a little bit of controversy this week too about um, Auden Tate's uh, agent talking yeah. about being unhappy with their role. I mean. Auden Tate was a healthy scratch, I think, last game. Um, I, I'd like to see him play more. Um, I don't want to get rid of Ross for him, but I'd like to see him play more. I I heard some talk of maybe it was fan suggesting he play tight end. I don't know if Tate has the body type to play tight end. I think he could be, be in tight end on, you know, big sets where, where he's not required to block a whole lot. Um, <laughs> Or gadget plays where he's coming out. He certainly could be used as like a receiving threat because he is 6'5", 227. So he's a big dude. But I don't see him run blocking. Yeah, I would just like to see more more of him. Yeah. I, I mean, I would personally, out of this offense, I'd like to see uh, if we're going to do any uh, healthy scratches, I would prefer to see John Ross rather than Auden Tate. But that's just me personally. We we have a crowded wide receiver room. We knew that coming out of camp when they had took seven wide receivers, which is a lot more than usual. Yeah, I I want to. The only reason I want to keep Ross is he's he he gets open quite a bit, and you know if if him and Burrow can just you know get get some better chemistry as the season goes on, I think we mm-hmm. might be able to see something out of Ross. But he's got he's got the speed factor to get separation, but 
my my gripes with Ross have always been route running, and well, staying healthy is another one. But yeah, I want to see a couple more games, see what he can do, and if not by then, then time to move on. Yeah. I thought T uh, T Higgins looked good. He only had three receptions, but he made an impact. Yeah, it was nice seeing him. Yeah, I think he's been a good pick so far. Yeah, I I agree. I, I mean, obviously, like we said, just said, crowded room, wide receiver room. So, you know, especially bringing in with Mike Thomas playing pretty well in the last game. Uh, did you know that Mike Thomas is doing better than Michael Thomas for the Saints? Yeah, you told me about that. That was yeah. a pretty crazy statistic. Yeah, it's only two games though, so. Yeah, and then on the defensive side, we uh, we struggle quite a bit. Oh, my God, there's a lot. Oh, I'm going to uh, say something before we get into how bad the defense played. I thought the defense's secondary didn't play that bad in terms of, like, coverage. I thought a lot of throws in the first half. Uh, Baker Mayfield was on spot, and there were times when uh, the cornerback or the defender is, like, right there, right up against the wide receiver, and it needs a perfect throw for a completion, so... I thought I personally thought the defensive secondary played well in pass coverage, and then uh, he only threw for two nineteen in the whole game. And I think he only dropped back a couple times in the second half because they we'll get into the, how, them running the ball. But um, to say something positive, I thought their pass defense wasn't too bad, or um, the secondary's pass defense wasn't too bad. Well, yeah, it wasn't as bad that uh, Cleveland didn't take as many deep. Um, deep ball attempts, uh, but we did give up one to Beckham. Yeah, that that one was a double move, and that was a well. It was a well run round, and I think Molly Jackson kind of made up for that with that red zone interception. Yeah, um, but overall, I think you're right on that. The defensive backs did a lot better. The safeties played better in coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the big problem here would be the defensive line just oh, getting God. no push. Yeah, um, you know. Mayfield had all day to pass back there. I mean, that shows in his stats too. His percentage was really good. Well, I don't. Did he even take any hits? I w- I want to say the only time. Yeah, he didn't take a single quarterback hit the entire game. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, and I think well, what's interesting about that is that the only time they got pressure on him uh, was the interception play. If you go back and watch, I couldn't recognize who it was. Uh, it didn't look like a bigger name player, but uh, the guy who was running, he was almost got him for a sag, and he missed him, and then. Uh, Mayfield throws the ball downfield and it gets picked. So, I mean, it proves like the one time they got pressure on him, it forced a positive play. So, if we can get more of that, that'd be yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, we need, obviously, Geno Atkins missing is is hurting us quite a bit. Do you, do you want to talk more first about the run defense or the... Run defense or, is or, trash. I guess it's just a run defense. Outside of DJ Reader, it is it is trash. Yeah, DJ Reader was making his money because he got. I think he's like seventh in the league in run stops already. Two games in. Uh, I think he's eighth, but oh. he's got seven run stops. Yeah. Oh, I got it mixed up. Okay, I got him flipped. He's about the only one on that line that's yep. doing well against the run right now. We're we're just getting pushed around, mm-hmm. getting out of place, and our tackling was was horrible. I thought the only place the defensive line played very well is on the goal line. That kind of showed in the San Diego game and in the um, uh, this game against the Browns is that there were especially that one big drive after Burrow had the um, strip sack. But uh, I thought based on what I saw on the goal line, the goal line defense isn't too bad. They're, they stopped the run. That's the only time they stopped the run all day was on the goal line. 
But any t- any time between the twenties, uh, they were running the hell out of the ball. Yep, I think uh, I think Jesse Bates missed like four tackles. He he looked bad on a couple. He's just diving towards the running back. Yeah, just just poor effort on tackling all game yeah. really. There are um, so many missed tackles. Kind of going back to what we were, bef- you know, back in the day when we couldn't tackle anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair though, we were going up against. You know the best, probably the best running back core in the in the league right now. Yeah, no, I agree. They the they two very good running uh, running backs, but I think at the same time, if you had proper tackling, if you had proper uh, run defense schemes, I think that those yard at yardage would have been limited. Well, it's hard to do, and they have a better offensive line than us. Yeah, and I'm and I'm I guess I'm more. It was it sounds so frustrated. Uh, it was a lot of like, you know, once the running back hits the second level and the, the linebackers and safeties are missing tackles and they're not dragging him down. That's the frustrating part. Yep. I mean, what did uh, Nick Chubb got? What, like 100, 120 yards? Yeah, I think in total they had 215 in running. Kareem Hunt almost had 100. I mean, Look at the, look at these averages. Nick Chubb five point six, mm-hmm. Cream Hunt eight point six. That's just it's just disgusting. That's unacceptable. Yeah, if you're I mean if you're the team running it, that's awesome. Yeah, and I think the score was a lot closer than than what the game would indicate, just because of that last touchdown was a garbage time. And we're just I don't know, we're still a team that struggles playing from behind. Mm-hmm. They don't as have soon that, as, like, as soon as we get behind Zach Taylor instantly goes to passing the ball all the time mm-hmm. and it's hard to disguise plays when you're only using half of your playbook yeah if, if you play your hand and you say we're only going to throw the ball that then you they don't have to prep for the run um i do think we talked about aggressive play calling and aggressive play design uh, i agree with you 100 percent on aggressive play design uh I don't agree on a 100% on uh, aggressive play calling. So that, um, and from what I've seen in like other games played, teams are getting a lot more aggressive going for it more on fourth down. Um, but I think that there are good times and there's bad times to go for it. Uh, and there's good times and bad times to call certain play calls. I'm mostly referring to, uh, there was, I think, three third down scenarios with a third and short, maybe third and three, third and two. And it was a handoff to uh, Mixon. Uh, historically, we've never been good at um, quarterback or uh, running back draws or anything like that. So I think those plays, especially on third down, especially we're not running the ball very well, aren't the best play design in a, in a crucial third down scenario. Yeah, I counted. We had three of those um, third down runs. Some of them were there. There's one I think that was like four or five yards still. Yeah. And I just I, I don't know the the thought process behind that. Mm-hmm. I think we only had one successful run on third down that picked us up the first. I want to say that was Joe Burrow too, wasn't it? I think so. Um, but I personally like going for it on fourth. I know a lot of other teams are doing it now too, and mm-hmm. we converted. Five out of five. Yeah, I mean, can't argue with the end result, that's for sure. Uh, especially when you're in, you know, their territory. No yeah. reason not to at this point, I think. 
I think if think. you're in a scenario where you're like within the five yard line and it's fourth down, go for it. Uh, you're better off to go for it in, in the expected value you're going to get of getting a touchdown versus the possibility of stopping them. Uh, when you, if they say it's a turnover on downs and stopping them and then getting good field position, I think that overall transitions very well. If you're in like that weird uh, midfield to 35 yard and you uh, go for it because uh, punting is kind of weird, that's fine too. Uh, but like I think in a lot of scenarios, taking the points on the field goal makes a lot more sense. There have been a couple of games, even last year, from the Bengals, and I've seen it all around through the NFL of – you know, it's like, well, if they kicked the field goal in the first half, this game would, you know, be tied or whatever. And it's like so many changing scenarios. Um, but at the set, the counterpoint myself on that is that you never know what's going to happen later in the game. So, so yeah, I'm I'm just personally more in favor of being aggressive and trying to get those seven points. Because as enough. you can see, those those a lot of those uh, field goals aren't even guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. But uh, I, still, there's there's a lot of promising things, especially with Burrow. Um, we're seeing all the good things from him right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I think Ark only complaint. I think each game he's made one mistake. Uh, the first one obviously was that uh, flipped interception, and I think this game the only um, negative play was when he tried to call that timeout and the ball. Uh, went underneath and went behind him, I, I should say. Uh, I think he should have tried to hike the ball instead of taking that time out. I think that's more on the center than Burrow, but uh, if that was the only negative thing I saw, I'm not going to complain. Well, I mean, he still missed a few passes, and he, like I said, he still doesn't know when to throw the ball away. So I think he still has a ways to go, but yeah, there. I mean, I those say, are rookie mistakes. Yeah, we're going to give him some slack on that. I, I do think – there's two things. There's two things I kind of want to see going forward out of the offense. Uh, number one is Burrow taking less hits. That not only applies to the offensive line, but we even talked about it last week about them doing more rollouts, and they did a couple rollouts in this game, which I was surprised to see. It's like they listened to our podcast or something. Seeing him take less hits in the passing game and also taking less hits in the run, because he a couple of those quarterback draws and runs that he had, he took some hits, and it'd be nice to eliminate those. So. You know, we're getting he's getting hit less. Uh, I don't want to get rid of those those run plays. I think those those have been really successful for us. We've gotten a few first downs off of those. Oh, I don't want to get rid of them. I just want them to like slide. Yeah, I, I like his attitude. I mean, it just depends on the quarterback. You, you know, not every quarterback slides. I mean, l- look at Ben Roethlisberger. How long he's been playing? He he hasn't always. You know, been a sliding quarterback. It's true. Uh, I think another thing I want to see out of the offense is, and I think we, I think you would agree 100%, is more uh, deep throws. They've only made, they've only converted one throw out of 12 that's further than 20 yards. So I would like to see them throw the ball more downfield. Um, yeah, I think two things need to happen for that. Um, the offensive line needs to get better. We have, I think, 52 pressures already. Oh my God. And that's that's pretty bad. But and then the second part is Burrow needs to get more familiarity with the receivers because he's been off target on a lot of these deep balls. Some separation from the wide receivers too would help. Well, if you look back at the first game, Green and Ross both uh, beat the coverage, but 
Burrow was off on his mm-hmm. throw. And that, yeah, that goes back to your comment on timing. Yeah, I mean, I kind of I don't want to contradict myself when I said that like he's holding the ball too long, but I don't like it when you hold the ball too long and take a sack. If you hold the ball too long to throw it deep downfield, and that was kind of like what Andy Dalton did a lot in his rookie year. He threw a lot of balls deep downfield. Well, yeah, overall I agree. I would like to take more of those. I mean, the only way you're going to get more comfortable is by going through those motions. Oh yeah. Um, what did you think about? the officiating in the last game uh i it was consistently inconsistent i'll say that yeah that's exactly that's exactly what it is i mean there was a lot of a lot of bad calls and but i think it was on both sides so i i thought they made what really hurt us in that game that may have altered the end score was uh when they're driving and Gio Bernard has that the only run he had for the game and they called it a touchdown but then they reversed it I didn't think they had enough evidence to call that a uh, to reverse that. Yep, I agree. Not not any more than the other ones. I agree. I thought he was in, anyways. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of like a ridiculous play call, and then obviously we're going to be fighting an uphill battle with the refs all season. So yeah, I think yeah, I think it's just un- until there's more, you know, until you're allowed to review every. You know, every questionable call, it's going to be tough to get uh, consistent refing. And that's certainly the most frustrating part. That's true. All right, let's. Uh, what, what about uh, what about this week? I certainly feel a lot better after seeing this game going into next week. Uh, Philadelphia is yeah, also going to be a, a game of two winless teams. Oh yeah, those are always the best. Those those games that are like between like two terrible teams are always like the best. Yeah, I mean uh the Eagles have struggled a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah, me too. Um I haven't watched any of their games, but uh, just you know, going off their record and the highlights I've seen, they're they're not that great this year. No, let me um, ask Carson you. Carson Wentz is struggling quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you, um, after seeing we, – we said – I think we both agreed this game was going to be a loss when we did our early season projections. Now that we're um, two games in, does your opinion change? No. So you still think they're going to lose? Yes, I, I still think they're going to lose. Um, with, with all the struggles that the Eagles have had so far, they're still a more – I think a more mature team, more, you know, Carson Wentz is, uh, isn't new. Mm-hmm. They have a veteran um, coach. Yeah, I mean, th- their defense has been suspect, but I, I still think they have the ability to put up the yards, put up points. Um, and their run game is still really strong, and we, we can't stop the run right now. Yeah, um, I think I, – I'm not sure yet on whether or not they're going to win. I feel more optimistic after last week, uh, especially seeing, like, so the Chargers gave um, Kansas City a run. Uh, they, they That game had to go to overtime. So I don't I don't feel as, like, you know, that loss in week one, you know, that could be a win if Bullock makes the kick and they go into overtime. Yeah, but it, it's, you know, it's all about – I think it's it's all about the matchups. You can't you can't use this NFL math to, to yeah. predict things. I think because I mean, 
when you look at who the Eagles have lost to, they've lost to uh, Washington and the Rams, and the Rams are really good right now. Mm-hmm. Washington looks to improve a lot too, especially on the defensive line. Um, we all know why that is, but <laughs> but yeah. So, I the Eagles have had a tough schedule so far, and I think I, I still think they're going to beat us. Yeah, they are playing at home, so that kind of gives them an advantage. I mean, I, mean, I still think they're going to beat us too, but I feel a little bit more op- optimistic. But they're, in terms of like points allowed, you know, they gave up a lot more points than we do. Their turnover differential is also just as bad as ours. Yeah, but again, we've played the Chargers and the Browns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Browns had a horrible first week. True. I don't know, it's... It's always difficult to like kind of estimate, you know, the, the overall game because there's a lot. I've seen a lot of things where it's like, you know, oh this, you know, this player is super hot and they're going into a game where the the defense doesn't do so well and then the the actual game happens. Everyone expects them to have a huge game and then they just. So it's always difficult to kind of project um, wins and losses in in matchup, in my opinion, just because of that. Yeah, and overall, I'm less worried about this um, defensive line going up against us. Um, they don't have too many, like, standout uh, pass rushers. Mm-hmm. Um, besides maybe, I don't know, who who was their leader last year? Good question. I do not Brandon, know. Brandon Graham, maybe. Yeah, but I'm not too worried about their pass rush, and that's probably what's going to gonna help us out this, this game. Yeah, I suspect we're going to see a lot similar to the last game. We're going to see a lot of passes. Yeah, and hopefully more more um, downfield passes. Well, their defensive rushing yards a game bottom third of the league. So I mean, if they plan right, uh, our offense can uh, decide to start running the ball. They could start doing. It. You know what I mean? Like this is the hard part about projecting football it's like it it all depends on what's zach taylor and the coordinators think the plan is going to be based on what they see in film right because we can sit here and say that you know oh they're you know bottom third in rush defense they should run the ball and but zach taylor could be seeing some things and like oh based on what we have it's very difficult to you know project but yeah i'm uh i'm still sticking with it's going to be a loss i think i think i am two but like if you were to like extrapolate uh win probabilities on a scale of zero to 150 percent being a tie i think i think we're like like 52 percent likely to lose i know i know that sounds silly but i i don't know i just think it's the most likely they're going to win of these first three games after seeing what i've seen after the first two yeah and uh i don't know i just i'm not that hopeful yet of us producing as a team how do you feel in terms of confidence of Joe Burrow just going forward in general? I feel pretty good. We've only seen two games of him so far, but uh, he seems like he's got the right attitude. He's he's really good under pressure. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't look like he panics. I like him. I like him as a pick. I think I think he's doing good. Yeah, uh, I think he is doing good too. I do think that uh, conversely, looking at Carson Wentz. You know, last week, uh, in week one, he took eight sacks, and then this week he took two picks. I kind of wonder if that's going to come into play. Uh, maybe. Um, you know, we, we got to get that pass rush going, though. 
What do you, on on the on like a scheme scheme level? What do you think they need to do better? Uh, defensively, I think we need more um, more blitzes. And I know the times we've tried the blitz, we've gotten beat deep. But I think we still need to be aggressive with our um, blitz packages because mm-hmm. we've we haven't we haven't called that up many times. I, I think I think they need to do. Uh, I agree. More blitzing, and conversely, uh, kind of like pre-snap design, like better pre-snap design, because from what I've seen the last couple of years, is they have they play four down linemen, two or three linebackers, defensive backs. They don't have the like the old Mike Zimmer days where uh, linebackers and defensive linemen were coming up closer to the line of scrimmage, and you didn't know uh, where the blitz was going to come from. I think they need more like kind of I guess variety on where players are standing that way kind of gives them the like yeah flexibility and like the disguise factor i think that'll help because now they're just just rush the four linemen they can get it done and it's like well they can't because they know the four linemen are coming uh well missing gino really hurts and we still don't have a a consistent deep safety or consistent linebacker play because they're before it was during I guess we'll say Marvin Lewis days you know you had most of the time your linebacker stayed on the field this year it seems like they're 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 doing a lot more rotating and you're seeing some Logan Wilson you're seeing some Davis Gaither you're seeing some Josh Bynes you're seeing Jermaine Pratt so it's a lot less uh so I should say it's a lot more ambiguous on who's playing a what down uh I prefer that we have a lot of uh, younger linebackers it's 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 a good way to evaluate to see who can play in what scenarios mm-hmm. but i i still think the biggest problem is is our deep safety um i think on that touchdown in the last game bates was on i think the other side of the field and got over late on um, on the um backman touchdown yeah oh he was definitely late getting over there you know if you don't have that you know consistent deep uh defensive back it's it's hard to to throw blitzes at, at your opponent and and defend deep because they could you could throw blitzes at them but but then you're one on one coverage exactly, so yeah. yeah you need you need that deep protection yeah and I, and I think they've I thought I've said this before I think they've been missing that since Reggie Nelson left yeah I thought Bates was gonna play better this year but um it he he's struggled a lot so far. He he was number one on Pro Football fo- Focus's safety last week. That's surprising to me, considering yeah. all his missed tackles. I I don't I don't I don't calculate the statistics, so I don't know. I think one point of emphasis they need to improve on is on the defensive side is creating turnovers, because that interception in Willie Jackson that was the only turnover they generated in eight quarters of play in the first two games. Yeah, I think it all starts on that. It's always the offensive line or defensive line. If your defensive line isn't making things happen, then it's going to be harder for everybody else. If the quarterback has all the time in the world to throw, receivers are going to get open. But it was kind of nice to see that play in particular, how the, you know the drops back in the coverage uh, because the, they didn't even call it out during the play. I think it was Troy Aitman called it out. They ran the wide receiver to the other side of the field, so Bate, or, uh, Jackson's just you know, playing deep coverage and he sneaks over and grabs the interception. Plays like that is more what we want to see. All right. Do you have anything else you want to go over? Uh, no. Thank cool. I think we've covered it all. I think we're we still going to lose next week, but always hopeful. 
always hopeful. I'm more optimistic week three than I was before the season. So that's that's got to account for something. When did I say our first win was going to come? I said the second Cleveland game. Uh, let me look at the schedule again. I don't remember when I when I said our first win. I said Maybe the Tennessee. Second, I think you did say Tennessee. Tennessee. No, maybe, maybe it was the Giants. Yeah, I think it was. No, you said, was didn't you Giants. say Washington? Because I, I said remember. the first Cleveland game, Washington and New York, and we disagreed on the on the second, sorry. I said the second Cleveland game, Washington New York. You said they're not going to win the, first, the second Cleveland game. Okay. So, yeah. So, so maybe so you not, maybe So, Washington. Yeah. yeah. Which is week eleven, which would make them zero and ten again. <laughs> Did I say we'd lose against Miami too, um, or we'd win against? I, I think I said we'd lost, we'd lose against Miami. I think you did too. Huh. All right. Well, we'll see how this progresses. Yeah. Well, I would love to eat my own words over this Philadelphia thing, and we come out a winner. <laughs> like as negative as I'm sounding, with like, you know. Um, you know, oh, I don't think they're going to win too many games. Like, I want them to win. I really, I would love nothing more. Uh, and it's, I, I don't think it's being ridiculous. You know, this is being realistic. We're not trying to be negative. Yeah, we're definitely not trying to be negative because we want them to win. We're rooting for them. We're not, you know, I don't know what schmuck would kind of like start a podcast for a sports team that they don't like. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, we want them to win. We want them to succeed. But realistically, we have our opinions. It's not entirely impossible that the team, you know, has a turnaround and makes the playoffs. O uh, two teams do it all the time. Um, but being realistically, you know, we have our. I mean, my my perceptions have changed after watching two games. I think maybe they might do, maybe four or five, anywhere between three and five. Yeah, but at that point, it doesn't really matter. I think we just still have way too many too many holes holes in our game they're gonna need uh just a couple years of drafts and um bringing in free agents to really contend that's why i said at one point uh the third year of joe burrow is when you really want to see you know how he is uh one side note are we gonna have any games where we can actually get tickets to i heard that the some of the october games starting with i think cleveland Maybe I don't even maybe even Jacksonville that they're gonna allow like six thousand fans. I think that was at the wine thing. Um, but they have they have a couple of road games because obviously Philly, Baltimore, and then Colts. We should and try to get some tickets. I would love to go to a game. Uh, there's an interesting article posted by SI uh, about all the teams that are O two and how many of them can make the playoffs. The Bengals are one of them. That's surprising. No, but it's like uh, I can know it's like all it's it's not like oh it's all of them. It's like yeah, I'm these are all the teams. We could. They're saying that these are all the teams. Okay. Yeah, these are all teams that are O two. Which ones? You know, they think they're going to make the playoffs. Which I'm. <laughs> yeah, the the league's pretty unbalanced right now. I think some of these teams that are winning are just stomping on people. I think I think the biggest O two surprise I think would be the Texans because I mean they played they played two rough opponents right off the bat. You have the Super Bowl defending Chiefs, and then you have. Uh, reigning MVP and best record in the league last year in Lamar Jackson. It's a tough, you know, tough two starts. Um, Vikings are own too, which is also surprising. Yeah, I think the Vikings will get better as the year goes on. 
Yeah. And but they have a tough schedule, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We got our quarterback now, so we're good. Yeah. Everything will be good as long as uh we get this offensive line repaired. Yeah, I think th- I think Jonah Williams looks good from what we've seen so far. If they can get some pieces around that, I think they'll be fine. All right, I think that wraps up today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. You guys have a good rest of your day.